Welcome to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. Um, hey, it's been a hot minute since we've had a chat, and I apologize about that. If you've kept up to date on my Twitter uh, or Twitch, if you're in my Discord, you'll realize you already know the answer. I've, I've been going through a really tough personal time. Um, yeah, yeah, I lost somebody very close to me uh, a few weeks ago, and um, it's been really tough. Uh, it's been really tough to have any energy to do anything like um luckily my work was really good i was able to get some time off so i took uh, about two weeks off of work content creation is completely grinded to a halt uh just because you know we've got lots to take care of and i just don't have the mental capacity to really do what i was doing because i was on that grind you know, I was putting out multiple TikToks every day, <laughs> putting out one or two podcasts a week, usually uh, one interview every week or every two weeks. Interviews are really hard to set up. It takes up a lot of resources to communicate with people, coordinate a time, and then actually doing the interview and then editing that. It's just, I do all of my own production. <laughs> so I'm contacting people, I'm communicating back and forth. Uh, I'm recording podcasts, I'm doing the post-production, I'm posting it, uh, writing show notes, and just doing the whole thing. And I'd love to reach a point where I could just hand off my file and just have somebody else do it for me. But, uh, you know, this podcast doesn't make me any money. And, you know, that's not why I do it. I do it because I love podcasting. And I feel really good about the things we've been doing here at Red Rank Podcast. So this podcast is just designed to give all of you an update and what to expect moving forward. I'll admit to you, I've been really struggling to find my love for Dead by Daylight. Um, it's been really difficult to stay happy playing this game. I've been playing it for a little over two years now. Um, all my survivors are Prestige 3. I'm working on Prestige 3 and some of my killers. Um, but it's been a real chore to play. And uh, the community doesn't do itself any favors. You know, I'll post a TikTok of just gameplay. It, it doesn't matter if it's Survivor or Killer. It'll just be cool gameplay or it'll be some kind of advice. If you've watched my TikToks, you realize I'm all about that educational life. It's a good way to get some views and get some knowledge out there because there's so much to this game. But that doesn't stop people from being completely rude and disgusting to me. I'll post... Uh, a TikTok of me playing as Bubba, downing four people in like, you know, 30 seconds. And I'll get comments about my age, people telling me I look like Bubba, I look like I'm wearing one of his masks. No one likes to hear that. Of course, I don't know these people. 99% of the time, they're rocking some kind of anime profile picture, and they uh, <laughs> they have no content of their own to speak of. So where they're coming from, they have no, there's nothing to stand on. And I'm guessing most of the time they're very young children, but words do hurt. Over time, words do hurt. And I've just been getting beat down for, I would say, a good 10 months straight. And if, you, if you're listening and you post on TikTok, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can be the most wholesome person ever. I'm thinking about my friend Erica. She's just a wholesome, amazing, positive force in this community, and people will be completely rude to her. And she's recently started posting on TikTok again, and for a while it was really tough for her to post because she was very self-conscious about her voice and the way people perceive the way she talks. That's just her voice. The way she talks, that's her. The way I'm talking now, that's my voice. This is my natural speaking voice. I could do all kinds of things to maybe change it up a little bit and whatever. 
<laughs> but this is me talking to you. And that's the beautiful thing about podcasting. When you find a sweet spot, I really want you listening. I want you to feel like I'm talking directly to you. Almost like a back and forth conversation. Even though I can't hear what you're saying or what you're what you're thinking, I want you to feel like I'm talking directly to you. That's a big aspect of podcasting. That's a major, probably the biggest aspect of voice acting. There are so many things outside of our control that people are completely rude to us for no reason. You know, I provided my friend Erica's example. I've had multiple friends in the TikTok space who um, receive really mean and nasty comments about their voice or their gender, their orientation. And it's like, that's not, they have no control over that. That's just who they are. And that's why we love them. You know, <laughs> like, um, my friend Erica, um, that's what I really enjoy about this space when it comes to Twitch, when it comes to TikTok, comes to dead by daylight, you know, we live a full world apart. I'm technically old enough to be your father, but we're still friends. We can find this common ground of enjoying Dead by Daylight, enjoying the content creation process, finding a tiny bit of humor in the way people hate on us. And uh, we can have that common ground. We can hang out in each other's streams. I had Erica on my podcast. Uh, that was a really wonderful podcast. I highly recommend you go check it out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's something that I don't know how to get away from. I've been blocking a lot of people lately. I think that's helped me a little bit. Just uh, having no patience with that. And the thing is, when they engage with my content, it kind of helps me, you know, that they're watching my videos multiple times. They're engaging with it. They're commenting. But is that the community I want? Do I want to have a space where people can just be completely rude and nasty to me? So the community has really pushed me away from dead by daylight and the games just aren't fun anymore. Like I'm just not having a good time. When you play killer, it's very stressful. Uh, you get in one bad chase. That could be it for you. One bad chase and you're done. And it depends on the killer you're playing too. Of course your build, but in the recent dev Q and a, they talked about how they really want to change the meta. And it sounds to me like they want to change perks that are otherwise useless and make them actually usable. I don't blame survivors for using the meta perk, Decisive Strike. Dead Heart is the biggest one that, that makes me hate this game so much. I'm not alone. I've watched streamers. I've seen Umbra and Aunt Starva get really upset just when they keep running into Dead Heart nonstop. Dead Heart is a crutch perk. It allows you to bail your... It's a get-out-of-jail-free card. You get caught in a bad position, you should be punished for that. And in the dev Q&A, they talked about how the... This was back in January. They talked about how they don't like the utility people are using for Dead Heart. Dead Heart was originally created so you could dodge an attack. And that's very rarely the case. That's very rarely um, the reason why people use Dead Heart. They'll, they'll use Dead Heart so they can get distance to a pallet, distance to a window, uh, just do all these crazy things to extend a chase. And ultimately, yes, I get it. That's what exhaustion perks are meant to do. They're meant to extend a chase. But Dead Heart, you'll be chasing them, you'll get so close, and then bam, they press E, and they just win. And they get to that window safely, or the pallet safely. And there's nothing you can do. There's no counterplay for it. Unless you're playing maybe blight uh nurse huntress 
um, Bubba, Trickster. There are a handful of killers that kind of ignore dead hard. Even Huntress, though. The thing is, like, you'll be winding up for a shot and they'll dead hard to safety. And then you have to start the chase all over again. And it takes two minutes to fix a gen by yourself if you're solo. So if you get into one bad chase with somebody, you, you land a hit and you're getting close to a hit and they dead hard for distance. They get through a window and they're at a jungle gym where you know damn well you're not going to catch them. That could be three gens popping in your face and you're down to two gens left and zero hooks. This happens a lot in Dead by Daylight. So it's just really unfun to play right now. So what's happening in the, the current state of Dead by Daylight is survivors, quote unquote, have to play with meta perks. The same, what is it, six perks? It's going to be Dead Hard, Decisive Strike, Borrowed Time, Circle of Healing, which I usually call Circle of Winning. I think maybe I got that from Fidget. Um, Iron Will is another good one. And Prove Thyself if you're in a Swift. Uh, Swift is Survive with Friends when you're on a, a, a team, usually on a group call, coordinating heals, attacks, gens, all that stuff. And that's good. Swift playing in a Swift is fun. I'm I'm not against having fun. But when I'm playing survive and when I'm playing killer and uh I get like a four five hook game and they four out and I just had absolutely no chance, it is so discouraging. And there's so many maps that are survivor sided. Like there was I streamed Dead by Daylight uh, about a week ago, and I played uh, three or four maps that are heavily survivor-sided, and each match played out just the way I thought it would. I, I had absolutely no chance. And it was super discouraging. Like, why would I keep playing after that? <laughs> That's the nice thing, though. Transitioning a little bit, I'm, I'm going to be kind of all over the place. I don't have notes for this episode. I just wanted to give y'all an update on where I'm at and what to expect. But for the last week and a half, I've been playing a lot of Evil Dead the game, and I've lo I'm have i loving it. It's a super, super fun game. It's an asymmetrical horror game where there are four survivors and one demon. Survivors have to find three fragments of a map, and then in whatever order they choose, they have to go to two different points and defend them to get pages from the lost necro lost pages from the Necronomicon and a dagger. Once they capture those two points, they must go to the Fallen Ones and take the Fallen Ones down with the dagger. <laughs> and then after they defeat the Fallen Ones, they must defend the Necronomicon and not allow the demon to destroy the Necronomicon. It's a very fun game. There's a lot of RNG to it. And the fun thing is, whether you're playing Survivor or Killer, you're always doing something. You're always, if you're a Survivor, you're always fighting. Sometimes fighting for your life gets stressful. Uh, if you're a demon, you're trying to put pressure on the survivors the entire time. You're making really tough choices about how to spend your resources. So there's some micromanagement to it, whether you're uh, I would say the micromanagement is more on the demon side, but there is resource management on the survivor side as well. Survivors absolutely must work together in order to survive and accomplish their task. Um, they, If they don't work together, they simply won't succeed. And I love that. That's not the case for Dead by Daylight. I've been in games where one person hard carries the team. They just do a really good job running the killer. Maybe the killer shouldn't have chased them for so long. But sometimes killers get tilted and get tunnel vision. And they're like, I got to get this person. Meanwhile, the other three survivors, they're simply holding M1 on a generator. And there is nothing more boring than fixing a generator in Dead by Daylight. And thankfully in Evil Dead, they're 
really isn't a lot of moments like that. Looting is really fun, you know, opening a crate to see what kind of weapon you're going to get. Um, it's really fun to to be running and then, bam, you get jump scared by a trap that the demon set. And that jump scare spawns a couple units on top of you and you got to fight them off. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, you know, I took down some of my shields and I got to get my shields back and just you're always doing something. You're always in action. You're, you're doing damage. You're healing your teammates. You're, you're searching for loot. You're searching for pieces of the map. Um, it's a lot of fun. It, it's so much fun. And if you're on the fence about checking out Evil Dead the game, uh, I highly recommend checking out any Twitch stream, preferably mine, twitch.tv slash the crow show links in the show notes and a friendly reminder i am an epic partner so if you buy evil dead the game through the epic game store uh, please use the crow show at checkout it costs you nothing and it benefits me i get a tiny little bit of kickback and once i reach a certain threshold epic games will send me some money it'll take some time before i get there <laughs> but every bit helps and I, I really appreciate that so yeah lately i've been playing you know a lot of evil dead uh i've been watching a lot of tv I'm, I'm really into survivor this season i'm really enjoying it i'm watching on paramount plus canada and for some reason we're like a week and a half behind that really frustrates me. Um, so I, I really hope that I find a way to be able to stay current. But I'm really, really, really enjoying Survivor. Uh, yeah, I've been staying busy uh, with my wife. Uh, my sister-in-law is visiting right now as well. We're just, um, we're together on this healing process. And that, it's helped a lot. And been hanging out with my father-in-law a lot. And we're, we're actually going to go see a movie together soon. So uh, that's exciting. Um, spent some time with my parents couple days ago that was really nice we took them out for lunch we took them to a raptors uh what do you call it sanctuary basically they have a bunch of eagles and hawks and owls and vultures and they educate people about the benefits of having raptors in our area and they talk about ways you can help them stay alive and thrive and how important they are to the environment <laughs> so i've been kind of all over the place and uh just looking forward to getting back into my day-to-day -day routines. Uh, I have returned to the office as well. That's been stressful. Not stressful in the in terms of the work or even the people, but just the the motion of leaving my my place, driving to work, and going to the office and being around people. You know, it's been more than two years of me being on lockdown. And uh, just working alone in my my room, you see me in all of my Twitch streams. I've been in this room for over two years, basically just by myself. Well, my cat is here too, but that's taken a mental toll on me. It's taken a physical toll as well. Uh, I haven't been as active and my diet hasn't been as healthy in recent months. So that's been on my mind, you know, uh, weight gain and all that stuff. There's just so much going on in my life. And I know I'm not a special and unique snowflake. If you're listening, you probably have some stuff going on too. It's approaching the end of the month. You, you've got to pay rent. You've got to pay bills. You got to balance all of that. And you're like, oh shit, you know, I there's a new game coming out in a few days. I want to get it, but I can't because this and that. It's um, it's tough out there, uh, especially on content creators, because, you know, I think a portion of us, you know, we really do want to we do want to enjoy some financial freedom as a result of the work we put into content creation. But it doesn't work out that way for a, a, a vast majority of us. I would say actually very few of us enjoy that part of the dream. 
and that for me that's the the expectation i set i i from day one i was like you know what i've got this job i'm already i've got this career that i'm very comfortable in i can pay some bills i can put a roof over my head um i can take my wife out to dinner dates every now and again i can buy games here and there i can spend money on cosmetics and dvd i can buy whatever game comes out and for me that's more than enough that's I couldn't ask for a better setup. So when I'm podcasting, streaming on Twitch, creating TikToks, engaging with people in my content, um, I'm doing that for fun. Of course, I would love to be able to quit my day job and do this kind of stuff full time, but I know that's probably outside of the realm of possibility for me. And I'm coming to grips with that. And as I'm approaching TwitchCon and, you know, realizing that a lot of these these goals I had when I first started streaming are outside of my reach, um, big part of me is thinking this might be it for me at the end of the year. In terms of live streaming, because live streaming, it's just, it's such a time suck. When I'm streaming on Twitch, I could be putting out other TikToks. I could be podcasting. Um, I think I do enjoy the offline content more than I do the live content. And they're such different beasts, you know? Um, When my TikTok started really growing at the end of last summer, I I really thought I was going somewhere with it. I I really thought things would change, but things haven't really changed that much. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm accepting that. And then the nice thing is, though, I tell everybody when I'm streaming on Twitch, every single time I'm streaming on Twitch, I say, hey, you know what? All I want is people to vibe with. I just want to be able to look at my chat and say, hey, you know, Henry, how's your day going? Des, how's your day going? Dino, what's up? How's it going? Do you want to play a couple games with me? And I have that. I'm very lucky. I would say in the last, well, I guess since I started my TikTok, that's that's been the big thing that's changed. I always do have people vibing with me on stream. And prior to me getting into TikTok, there would be 40, literally 40, 60 minute stretches of me playing DVD and being like, yo, I just spun this. I just spun this ghost face. Y'all just see that? And I'm like, yo, can you clip that? Can somebody clip that? And I'm like, oh shit, we're going off tonight, boys. And and I look at the chat window and I look at the timestamps and I'm like, damn, you know, the last comment on my stream was 45 minutes ago. <laughs> and so just like, again, I'm not alone on this. If you're listening and you're a streamer, you've had days like this you've had multiple days like this you're probably going through it right now uh that's so discouraging it's one of the most discouraging things ever uh but i i guess i shouldn't say things haven't changed but you know a big part of me is not satisfied with where i've gone and twi- in the twitch world and thought that the work I was doing on TikTok and here on the podcast would lead to better results on Twitch. And that just hasn't happened. So I'm thinking Twitch might be the one thing that gets axed at the end of this year. If I'm not at least hitting partner like numbers, that's probably going to be it for me. I'll, I'll return at some point, but uh, it's a time suck, man. I work Monday through fi- Friday, like 8.30 to 4.30, and now I'm commuting to work, so I have to leave early. I've got bad traffic on the way into work, bad traffic on the way back home. Um, when I get home, I just want to take my shoes and my socks off and slip into some shorts and a t-shirt and uh, just have a snack and watch YouTube videos and play video games. <laughs> like, and, and to get the, the energy and the physical capacity, uh, the, the mental capacity to stream, it just hasn't been there lately. And I've been very upfront with people in the last couple of months saying I really want to scale things back on streams so that I can focus 
more on TikToks and podcasting and stuff like that. So what can you expect moving forward? Let's start with this. I'll put out at least one podcast a week, probably Dead by Daylight related, maybe Evil Dead. Please let me know if you're interested in any Evil Dead content. And if you're listening to this, if you've made it all the way through, big thank you to you. Uh, you're you're the realest ones out there. I've been in the podcast game for about eight years, maybe 10 years. And if you take any kind of break at all, whether it's a month, two months, two weeks, people will unsubscribe. And that's okay. You know, it's, a, it's just a part of the, the world we live in. I haven't looked at my podcast numbers since I've stopped podcasting, and I'm kind of scared to look. We had some really big momentum going into uh, my little break that I took from podcasting. Um, I really hope we can get get that back. I really hope we can get that momentum back and just whether it's going to be Focus on Dead by Daylight or Evil Dead the Game or both. But most importantly, I really want to get back to my interviews too. And when it comes to interviews, I'm going to do my best to keep them to about an hour, hour 15 max. I know the longer ones, um, some people like them, some people are against them. And um, I want to try to keep them as as uh, close to an hour as they can. Uh, the problem is I, I've, I pick some really amazing people to talk to. So keeping it to an hour or less, really tough. So weekly podcasts, two streams a week on Twitch. TikToks will be some more Evil Dead mixed in, and I might mix in some IRL stuff because I am a native content creator. I'm from Canada, and even just saying that out loud is kind of a sore spot for me. So I may use my TikTok platform to talk more about these things that go through my mind and talk about some of the pain I'm going through and hopefully be a, a beacon where I can offer strength and support to anybody who needs it. So I just want to thank you very much for listening, and I'll talk with you in the next one.